SAFM Sports Wrap. Oh, good evening and welcome to uh, SFM Sports Wrap. Time to talk sports. Uh, taking you to the top of the hour. Thank you very much, uh, Nastasia Aronson, the uh, Money Wave team, back again tomorrow, just after the 6 o'clock news. But right now, we're going to be talking sports at the top of the hour and plenty to talk about. Of course, uh, Kevin Anderson delighting South Africans all the way through his uh, US Open campaign, played in his first Grand Slam final. Disappointingly, however, he lost. That said, Really no shame in losing to the world number one. And Rafael Nadal was superb. Take nothing away from Matt Nadal. A 16th Grand Slam title as well for Nadal. A third on uh, the hard courts of US Open. Uh, but great to see. And real wonderful support as well for uh, Kevin Anderson at Arthur Ashe Stadium. A uh, venue that seats just over 23,000 people. And a packed, packed, packed house to watch uh, the two of them play. Uh, so, so much in terms of sport overall. Just disappointing draw for the Springboks against Australia. Watching that match. just uh, There are times where... I think I'd rather lose than, than have a draw. Uh, but gee, I tell you, could have, could have won that game. Then again, Australia could have won that game as well. And Argentina looked really good against uh, New Zealand as well in the build-up. Uh, or certainly in the first uh, 45 minutes, uh, easy, in fact, even 60 minutes of that match before eventually uh, they showed their class, the All Blacks, and ran away with the victory at home. But South Africa taking on the All Blacks next, oof, that is going to be a tough one. And plenty of football as well, including uh, the defending champions, Bidvestwitz, out of the MTN8. They were defeated by Cape Town City in back-to-back MTN8 semi-final legs. And that means Cape Town City are into the final and they're going to face their former coach in Eric Tinkler, who's already taken Supersport United through at the expense of Maritzburg United. But let me get straight into your sport before we uh, get into a show that will see us chatting to Robin Johannes, the new Cape Town City captain. Roger Desai has returned to coaching with Platinum Stars and indeed we'll hear from Kevin Anderson himself. Football news, starting off with the Free State Stars. They're currently uh, minus the suspended duo of uh, Richard Mbele and Tamsang Teise. But at the moment, it's goalless between the two sides. Free State Stars Mamalodi Sundowns at Goebel Park Stadium. Tomorrow, though, see Supersport United take on Platinum Stars. Amazulu face Maritzburg United. Chipper United against Baroque FC. Orlando Pirates against Ike's Cape Town. And Bulukwani City host Bloemfontein Celtic. All those matches kick off at 7.30. Meanwhile, Kaiser Chiefs has revealed that they'll be without defender Ramachim Batlele for four months. He's set to undergo surgery after returning from national team duty with a knee injury. Chiefs are also expected to be without veteran left-back Tepamai. He's expected back uh, only in three months' time after undergoing surgery to remedy his ankle ligament problem. Further afield, West Ham's first home fixture of the English Premier League season sees a visit from unbeaten Huddersfield as the Hammers attempt to give manager Slavin Bilic a happy 49th birthday tonight. West Ham went into the international break as one of three sides yet to earn a point this season, while Huddersfield was seven points from three matches and went into the break as one of four teams with two points behind Leeds Man United. And like United, they are yet to concede a goal this season. Ominous signs. Mm. Meanwhile, Frank de Boer has been sacked as Crystal Palace manager after five games and 77 days in charge. The Eagles are 19th in the Premier League after losing 1-0 at Burnley yesterday. Failed to score in their four league matches under de Boer. He's the shortest Premier League managerial tenure in terms of games, and the 47-year-old's past two jobs have lasted a combined 162 days. Staying with football, La Liga president uh, Javier Tebas has confirmed the first El Clasico of the season between Real Madrid and Barcelona will be played on the 23rd of December at 1 o'clock local time. The clash was expected to take place on the 20th of December as part of a full midweek round of fixtures before Spain's winter break, but uh, given Real Madrid uh, the, the, the possibility of featuring the Club World Cup final in Japan on the 17th of December, the European champions have been given extra recovery time. Tennis News, uh, Tennis South Africa CEO Richard Glover has admitted that his organisation has in the past not done enough to support Kevin Anderson. Uh, Anderson said, uh, certainly gave um, 
Tennis South Africa, a significant boost this uh, past fortnight with his run to the US Open final where he lost to world number one, Rafael Nadal. But Glover, on behalf of TSA, extended a message of congratulations to Anderson on reaching his first Grand Slam final, including the line, while our federation has supported Kevin more than most people realize, on balance, we have not supported him enough. Meanwhile, following his run to the uh, US Open final, Anderson jumps from 32nd to 15th in the latest ATP rankings. Uh, Nadal solidifies his number one ranking. Federer moves past Andy Murray to second, while Djokovic, former world number one, who's already taken a year off owing to injury, has slipped to sixth. Rugby news briefly. Sharks fly off Patrick Lambie has reportedly been granted an early release from both his Springbok and Sharks contracts, and that'll open the door for him to reportedly join French League, uh, French club Racing 92 on a three-year deal. Meanwhile, Welshman Nigel Owens will referee Saturday's rugby championship test between the All Blacks and the Springboks in Albany that's scheduled to kick off at 9.35 South African time. And in cricket news, good news, finally, new Proteus coach Otis Gibson will arrive in South Africa next week, Monday. That gives him just Ten days, though, to prepare for the first test against Bangladesh in Pochevstrom. Gibson's now completed his time with England as their bowling coach, and he took to Twitter today to thank the England cricket board for his time there. Still no clarity, though, on who's going to be his assistant coaches. That decision only expected to be finalised once he's in South Africa and has met with Cricket South Africa. That's your sports SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, time now to talk tennis, and delightful it was for uh, Kevin Anderson to reach the uh, Grand Slam final, his first Grand Slam final, but lost out 6-3, 6-3, 6-4 to World Number 1, Rafael Nadal, in that first final. Simon Cambers, our tennis correspondent, caught up with him after playing in his first Grand Slam final. First of all, obviously, congratulations to a great tournament, congratulations to the loss today. What was it during the first couple of games that he made, well, that he did, that made things really tough from the get-go? Yeah, I mean, we got off to a very long sort of start. There was a lot of grueling games. Um, I felt I, my nerves were quite settled, considering it was a very new stage for me. Um, um, you know, he was making it pretty tricky. He was, I thought he was defending very well, and... Um, you know, he was being attacking at the same time, and he made me fight very hard for my first few service games, um, and he was holding pretty easily. So I felt I was, um, even though it was even, he was maybe edging ahead a little bit, and you know, I just couldn't turn that tide. I mean, I had a very small opportunity at 15:30 in the first set, and you know, maybe if I could have just given myself a few more opportunities, um, you know, would have given myself a better, you know, uh, sh- uh, shot at winning that, uh, winning that match. Do you feel, even though it's quite quite soon after the loss, but in a couple of days, would you be able to sit back, look at these two weeks, and see what you've achieved that you leaving New York with the runners up trophy? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, each match, um, you know, especially the last year when I've broken new ground and um, achieved better results, I've really focused on the next match and really, you know, put my energy on that. And you know, right now, it's yeah, it hurts. Uh, you know, was. Uh, you know, he was able to beat me in straight sets, and you know, he was definitely the better player, t- uh, better player tonight. Um, so, uh, you know, I think right now there's definitely mis- a mixed emotions, and I'm sure in the weeks to come I'll be able to reflect and you know feel very proud of making my first Grand Slam finals. I mean, um, definitely a result I would have been very happy with, and uh, I definitely determined uh, to uh, to achieve more. When you look at this entire two weeks, is there any particular moment that stands out to you? I mean, there's, that's very tough to choose from, I think, really, um, you know, getting through my quarterfinal match against Sam Correa to make the semis for the first time and then, you know, bowling on that against um, Public Arena Booster as well. I mean, those were very special matches for me out in Arthur Rush Stadium. Um, but, uh, you know, it's looking back, you know, it all started with my first round match and, uh, you know, it shows you, you, you really take each match at a time. That's what I try and do. And um, so uh, I think that was the right approach. In general, 
you're the first South African to make a Grand Central in over 30 years. How much pride you taking there, and how much sort of messages did you get from back home? Yeah, it's been great. Uh, you know, there's been a ton of support coming, you know, out of South Africa, um, both from tennis fans, from other sporting um, athletes, and. Uh, you know, my biggest message is, you know, thank you so much for the support. And my biggest hope is I've been able to inspire, um, you know, kids and, you know, whatever discipline, whether it's sport or whatever, I've always tried to preach a message that, you know, hard work pays off. So, uh, you know, hopefully they'll have been able to follow me the last couple of weeks and um, I've been able to uh, provide a source of inspiration for them. SFM Sports Wrap. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Now, Platinum Stars confirmed over the weekend the appointment of Roger de as the club's new head coach, following the departure of uh, Peter Butler, just two games into the season. Delighted to say we've got the new uh, coach on the line. Roger, thanks for joining us. C- congratulations on your appointment. Thanks so much, Frank. Uh, great to be with you guys once again. It's been about a six-month break. Yeah, it has. been good. <laughs> no, but but it, 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 it seems like you deliberately took a step back from the hustle and bustle of a football coach's life when, when you, you said you, it just sounded like you needed to get away from the game for a little while. I mean, why, why the decision to get back into it now? Are you feeling refreshed and ready and revived? Hey, no, Dwayne, was, what was it, 35 years non-stop, you know, as a player mm-hmm. and straight into, into a head coach position. So it was, it, it did catch up eventually, but... Uh, you know, nice to get away, look at it from, from a distance and um, freshen up again, like you said, and uh, recharge the batteries and, uh, yeah, looking forward to it now. You know, I felt uh, energized and uh, ready to go. Okay, the, the the real concern I have here, Roger, is uh, what does this do to your golf handicap and your paddle skiing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that I've mastered any of those, but... Uh, you know, maybe get away from that as well. But uh, no, look, I think that was all very social. Very, I'm still, I'll still continue doing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, um, it was lovely and uh, very nice. I always got back into that. But yeah, this is what I love doing. This is what I, this is what I, I know. And um, and like I said, you know, looking forward to getting back into it. I know it's a hell of a challenge, but. Um, Yes, yeah, well, at least you got the Gary Player Country Club very close by, but we, let, let's, let's not talk about too much. <laughs> could, get a, could get a wild card into the million dollar, you never know. Oh, yeah. gee, that, that, that would be something. I'd love to see that. But, <laughs> it would be a lot, yeah. <laughs> it, would, it would be. I'm not saying anything here. But uh, look, on a more serious note, I mean, you are taking over a side that's at the bottom of the standings at the moment. I mean, uh, you know, the, the only team without a point, and, and sure, it's only two matches in, but, but no points is, is of concern. What's your first order of business? Yeah, you know, unfortunately, you know, I only arrived on Saturday, really. So, you know, I've had one day of training, which was yesterday. Um, you know, you can't do too much you now on one day's training, sort of 48, 48 hours before a big match like Super Sport. So it was basically just getting to know the players, getting to see how they're doing and um, trying to get them a little bit confident. And uh, to be honest, I, I don't even know half the squad, you know, unfortunately. But it's going to take time. Um you know, but we've got so many games that it's going to make the job even more difficult. But uh, mm. those are going to be tough. We know that. Uh, but looking forward to it. There's some very nice players. There's some nice young talent as well that have just been promoted. And uh, mm. there's obviously always uh, the tried and tested, like, you know, Mira and Gumby and Mutuli uh, now signed up as well and a few mm. others. So, yeah, I think they, they're there, you know. They've had two very difficult games, and this will be a third tough game, probably against the three top sides in the league at the moment. You know, there were three semi-finals in the top eight. Yeah. And Supersport probably being the form team in the league as well. So, 
not easy to have a start like this, but um, look at it on the positive side. You know, the worst could be over, so mm-hmm. we've got to get going. Yeah, I, I want to talk about the uh, upcoming matches in just a moment, but but in terms of the goal scoring, you touched on a couple of players there. I mean, Gumby's always been a regular in terms of goal scoring. Dooley is, is also somebody that you can count on for, for those goals. But five goals conceded, only one goal scored. I mean, it doesn't make for pretty reading, but but when you get down to the nitty-gritty, once you've sort of established that rapport with the with the players and that, are you going to be putting an emphasis on trying to get the players to find the net or, or putting equal emphasis on, on trying to defend or try to spread across various aspects? No, Dwayne, it's a bit of everything right now, isn't it? It's uh, conceding too many and not scoring enough, so you've got, to, mm. you've got to worry about all that, you know. There's also a lot of young boys that need to get, you know, motivated and... And we've got to show confidence in them as well. So there's all these factors that are going to come to play. Um, but it is a really a mixed bag right now. I mean, my training session yesterday, I mean, I didn't even know where to start, to be honest. It was um, it was pretty, you know, pretty scary. It was, uh, was too much information for one session, you know, in an hour, an hour and a half. You know, I had to limit myself to just focus on, you know, one or two things. And that's it. You know, and that's how it's going to be for the next couple of days because there's too many matches. Talk about too many matches, though, Roger. I mean, you, you're somebody who knows the effect of continental competition. How, how much do you think that playing right through the off-season in the group stages of the CAF Confederation Cup actually affect the squad? Because they haven't really had a, a break. I think it did affect the squad. I think if you look at them, Platinum Stars were, were doing really well, and then they went into Africa. And then since then, there's been sort of a, a little bit of, of, of a downslope. And, um, and I think that's, that's what happens when the lesser side, they don't have as much depth. You know, playing this competition, it takes so much out of you. Uh, that you've got to be prepared for it with a much stronger squad. Um, but people don't, don't see it as that. You know, they think, uh, it's just, it's just another couple of games, but it isn't. The traveling and everything else takes yes. a lot out of the team. So obviously it's, it's affected Blackman Stars as well. Yeah, well, at least you're somebody who understands that and also has the ability to man-manage, I think, a couple of the players because certain players obviously handle it better than others. But you, you mentioned uh, Supersport United certainly a, a short while ago. And I mean, your first match back is tomorrow. It's against your your old assistant, your old teammate, your old friend, Eric Tinkler. Uh, are you looking forward to jumping back into it against uh, somebody like Eric and his Supersports uh, side? Well, it's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> very they... tough, yes. They... They're hot at the moment, aren't they? They're really playing well. They're an established team. They, they've got good, good quality in every position. You know, very confident. So, and you're playing them at home. So we can only hope that, you know, they're worried about the cup final and they're worried about other things and not, not the team that's at the bottom of the log. You know, that's all I'm, I'm hoping for. But knowing Eric, um, you'll come out very well prepared and ready to, to whip us really. And we've got to be at our best. When you look at the squad overall, I mean, there's, there's a fair amount of potential in this squad. Uh, and you've still got a lot of the key players that helped the side finish in the top three, what was it, two seasons ago. So I mean, what, what, what sort of potential and promise is there overall? Uh, you know, in, in some areas, I think they're very strong. I think they've got depth and, and so on. But in, in other areas, you know, I think we, we're pretty weak. I think we haven't replaced certain players. And, and if we have replaced, we haven't placed players that are ready. Um, so it's going to be my job to try and get those youngsters ready to fill those, those big boots that were left by, by many others. I mean, I think Mabena's departure has been a, a, a massive loss and, and um, yeah, okay, there's a few of them, Gelly, and, and there's a few others that were very, very instrumental in, in the team. So, um, you know, you've got to try and breed them again. You've got to develop them. You've got to coach them. It, it's a coaching job. It's not a 
you know, it's not a checkbook job, but you're just going to sign in and then replace player for player. You know, this is going to be hard grind on the training ground, and unfortunately, the facilities are probably the best in Africa. So we'll have to try and use those as much as we can. You've got five fairly important matches uh, in the space of the next, what, uh, two and a half, three weeks before the international break, where I suppose you have an opportunity to perhaps work with the, uh, the squad uh, a little more and settle things a little more. How are you breaking down those individual matches? Are you taking it game by game, or are you trying to work in, in a sort of block, as it were? No, I'm going game by game, to be honest. I mean, this game especially is, is um, I mean, I worked with him, you know, yesterday, just for an hour and a bit, and, and that was it, and... Um, to be entirely honest with you, I couldn't even pick the side because I, I don't know all the players. Um, but it's basically sort of as much as they, you know, they're getting to know about them. I'm getting to know about them, you know, with every game. So hopefully, you know, we get a lot of info out of the first match and, and we can have something to build on on the next one and, and, and keep going as we go. Well, gee, somebody who's, uh, who's managed to get the best out of a lot of teams, I mean, are you the first uh, coach to take Ajax to a, a top eight title in any guys? Back was it was 2015, I think it was. You took uh, Orlando Pirates to the, the Champions League final for the first time in 20-odd years. I mean, you're somebody who has the ability to, to you know, t- take a side to sort of first and to break new ground. Uh, what, what are you hoping to do with this Platinum Stars squad? Well, I think right now it's the confidence. You know, you've got to time ball them up again. Um, two losses like that is not, is not a good position to be in. It's just try and get the confidence up, first of all, play to our strengths, you know, focus on what we can, um, and like go game by game. And I think it's, it's always got to be that type of attitude. And, and then obviously try and bring some youngsters that are exciting and some players that will change our style of play and, and hopefully get the results. Because it's, it's a little bit of a blend, isn't it? It's the results are going to go with the style and, and everything else, but we've got to find a style that suits suits the team. And I think that's where there's a little bit of confusion right now. I think they were under Kevin Johnson, they were a, a big football side, you know, playing a lot of a lot of pass, a lot of football. Um, you know, and, and obviously there was a lot of changes. And I think you know we've got to find the right formula again. And hopefully, you know, with my help and my input, and, and obviously mainly the players, we we can get something out of it. Yeah, you've got uh, you got the ability certainly to get uh, a lot out of a, a lot of players. But on that personal note, just to to end, are you, are you ready to uh, to be going from enjoying yourself, relaxing when you want to, taking time when you want to, to jumping on a bus, travelling on a coach, going through airport security week in and week out now for <laughs> for the rest of the season? Yeah. Oh, it's a big a big adjustment again, eh? Nah, I'm ready for it. You know, it was, uh, there's a lot, a lot to think about. Of course, there's a lot to think about, a lot to take into consideration. But, um, you know, I think, um, you know, this is my happy place and, um, you know, I really enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it, Roger. So it's great to have you back on the coaching scene. I wish you everything the best with Platinum Stars. Certainly the best of luck against Super Sport United. Uh, I, at least, at least I know you're going to be in a relaxed mood ahead of the uh, game. I know you and Eric are going to be having a good old catch up in the tunnel and out on the pitch. <laughs> The usual story, you know, that the winner buys uh, buys lunch, so oh. I'm ready to buy the lunch. I'm ready to I've told you my budget is uh, let's see how it goes. Well best of luck tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks, Roger. Thanks, Jeff. This is Sport on SAFM. Every supporter's greatest resource. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader now, fresh from claiming a place in the MTN8 final, Cape Town City FC have announced that defender Robin Johannes is uh, going to be the new club captain. He permanently replaces Libaham and Yama, of course, departed for Turkey recently. Well, I'm delighted to say we've got the uh, new Cape Town City uh, captain on the line from the mother city. Robin, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Good 
Good evening to you and evening to all your listeners. And congratulations, uh, not only the win yesterday, uh, but the captaincy as well. So it must, must have been a very pleasing weekend overall for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, I have nothing to complain about. I'm really happy, firstly, uh, on the win. Uh, another final we can look forward to. And uh, being a captain of this, this great team is a huge honor for me. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the results uh, in, in a moment. But before we do anything else, I just want to ask about Roland Butcher because he, he took quite a knock yesterday, a collision with Tulani Sachuayo, and uh, yeah. obviously there was plenty of blood as he was forced off the field on a stretcher. Can can you give us an update on your uh, teammate? Um, yeah, he got quite an ugly knock. Um, he's had uh, 17 stitches this morning. Um, so yeah, he's busy recovering and uh, we're not too sure if he'll be available for Wednesday's game against Chiefs but uh, we hope so and uh, if not we hope uh, he recovers really soon because uh, we really need him as a big player for us. Yeah, he's been outstanding I think over the last season as well. He's he really uh, I suppose it makes your life a little easier as well in, in, in certain senses because he's he does such a magnificent job in front of the defence. Definitely. Uh, he's so intelligent uh, his interceptions and his reading of the game um, second to none um, and like you say he's been outstanding for us over the last season and a bit um, and we just hope that he recovers really soon and uh, yeah, like I said a huge huge loss for us yeah uh, we'll talk about the Chiefs game coming up in just a moment but um, how do you reflect now having had maybe time to think about it on not only a league win but successive cup wins over, over, over a side that is defending champions in both those competitions the league and the MTN8 yeah, um, you know, it's never easy playing against Kevin's team. Um, it's a big team, uh, big personalities in the squad, um, big characters. Um, so we knew we had to match that. Um, and, you know, you can't ask for anything more. Um, last season, we, they also took one point from us, and they beat us in the empty and finished last season. So we knew we needed one over them, uh, and we've beat them all season so far. So um, we hope that just keeps on going. Um, but yeah, really happy for the guys that put in a huge shift over the last two two legs. So um, really excited and couldn't couldn't ask for anything more. Yeah, uh, but I, I do want to ask you what it's what what it's like. How you find captaining a team that has actually got quite a few leaders on the pitch? Because uh, when you think about the, the the quality individuals that you have in this team, there there are quite a few leaders on the pitch. Definitely, um, I think that makes it so much easier for me. Um, now that we have. So many experienced players and leaders that's been around, Teco, uh, Shoaib, um, Majoro, and Sepo, you know, the list can go on, Vincent Cabola. Um, I think that's one of our key strengths in this, in this team, that uh, the bond and the unity we have amongst ourselves um, is strong as ever. And um, the armband doesn't change that we've got many leaders in the team, not just one. And that's uh, it's more of a plus than a negative. Robin, you, you're from Cape Town. I mean, you, you've played all around. You played in Pretoria. You played in KwaZulu Natal. You played in Johannesburg. I mean, to, to be playing in front of your 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 home crowd, to be playing effectively at home, does it make it all the more special? Hundred um, percent. I've won all the cups. I've won Lee, uh, but winning the Talcom last year in the Cape Town City yeah. um, makes it the most special. Um, being home. Um, I'm calm, I'm at ease, I've got my family, my friends around and, you know, every game I play, I know I'm going, I need to represent not just my family and my friends, but the city. And uh, for me, that, that means everything. So being home, being a takedown city, um, so basically, I made in my career without a doubt. 
Yeah, let's talk about uh, other other people that really love Cape Town. Benny McCarthy. I mean, he's uh, he's he's clearly at home. But I mean, you know, he, he's qualified as a coach, and and he's he's got the highest qualification. He's a football legend. But what is he like as a coach? Um, yeah, people know that uh, the coach and I we've been friends for yeah. for so long, <laughs> and the respect, um, the love, the admiration I have for him is it's not out of this world. And all I want to do is. If he become a great coach and make him successful, make this a successful stint for him at Cape Town City. Um, top coach is a, he's a player's, um, type of coach, you know, um, you know, he's got a great man management, um, handling, uh, which is really important. And, um, I think it's, it's showing on the field. So, um, we're all just really happy for him and just want to make sure that this, this is a successful one for him. Yeah, he's uh, had some very kind words to say about you. Of course, your work ethic, your training ethic, and uh, the leadership qualities that you bring to the squad. But talking about coaches, I mean, you're going to be facing in the uh, MTN8 final the coach that launched Cape Town City and that led you to the Telcom Knockout uh, title last season in Eric Tinkler. What's that going to be like? Yeah, um, special. Um, you know, we won the first cup under him last season. And, uh, you know, he did a great job with us last season, um, Finishing of third on the lock, uh, five points off the top. So, um, you know, he's, he's got, uh, he's, he's a top coach. He's top, uh, he's coached the best teams in the country. He's taken Pirates to the cup final so many, so many times before. Um, so, you know, that's going to be a special one coming up against him and Super Sport is a, a great team. They have top players. Um, so we just have to go out there, focus, focus at the job at the end. But, you know, we've got a few important weekends coming up and we have to focus on that before the cup final. But yes. definitely coming up against Coach Eric will be special. Okay, so let's talk about Kaiser Chiefs. They know uh, next league clash. That's uh, Cape Town Stadium on Wednesday. H- how do you maintain the intensity there? Um, yeah, you know, I think the last season, we've, we've, we that kind of crept into our game. Um, we play against a big team or so-called big team or important fixture, and then the next one we lose. Um, so we come off an important fixture this past week, and then now we jump straight back into another big one, which is a positive um, you know, these are the kind of games we all want to play in, we all want to be a part of. So all we have to do is make sure we, we stick to our game plan and then focus at the job at the end. You look at a situation of uh, Cape Town City being in existence for a little over a year now. You've already won the Telcom knockout last season. You, uh, you, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you actually faced Supersport United in that final, of course, to uh, to go on and claim yeah. the victory. Uh, you. You have the potential to win a second cup title in in a little over a year, and already you're showing signs that you you're going to be challenging for a league title this season. Uh, and to be fair, the team is not entirely made up of the biggest names in South African football. What, what do you think this this does for the team? What does it do for Benny McCarthy? What does it do for for you as Robin Johannes? I think that's such a huge plus. We got no egos. We got no stars. We have players with heart and desire and players that are hungry that that want to achieve success and want to achieve big things. And here we at the club as you say that's over a year and year old and you know we can create history, we can create something special. We won the Telcom last season and now we can go on and win another cup. Um that's you know no one no one predicted this. So we have an amazing opportunity to go into the history books of this club. Um and I think we all wanna, we all wanna achieve big things. We all wanna win cups. We all wanna, you know, put our name down in history, and that becomes important. So, you know, 
um, special, really, really special. But the camaraderie and the togetherness we have in the squad is, is the best I've been a part of. And um, the coach has, has embraced that. He can see it and he can see that we're here for him, for the club. Um, all we can do is uh, prove it on the pitch and I think we've done that so far. Are you going to score a goal this season, Robin? <laughs> How many years um, I've been watching you? How many years I've been watching you? And all that time I've only ever seen you score one goal. <laughs> I know that's so disappointing, but you know what? I'd love to be on the score sheet, but I'd, I'd take a clean sheet and a win any single day. Uh, you, you speak like a defender and a captain. That's the responsibility that we know. But listen, I, I know you've been through the highs and lows of football, so I can hear it's a great time for you at the moment. Enjoy the highs of the wins. Enjoy the captaincy. And certainly best of luck as you continue in the league and uh, as you play in the MT8 final as well, Robin. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Sports Wrap. This is FM, South Africa's news and information leader coming up to uh, 7 o'clock. Uh, just uh, want to bring you an update on what's happening down at Goebel Park in uh, the Free State where Mamalodi Sundowns are playing Free State Stars. But it's been a, a little bit of a messy match. It's been a little untidy from both sides. In fact, there have been uh, opportunities aplenty for both sides to take the lead. Anthony Lafour, however, was injured in the opening half. He was replaced by Percy Tower and would you believe the talented... Uh, winger has come on and found the opening goal. It came from a set piece, beautifully worked by Mamalodi Sundown. Stars set it up, in fact, with a, an attacking run. Conceded a free kick to the Free State Stars defence on the edge of the penalty arc, and Percy Dale struck home the free kick as a result. Uh, it's Sundowns who lead 1 0. That's in the half time break now at, uh, at Goebel Park Stadium. Just a reminder as well, in terms of other football fixtures on tonight, that you can uh, catch West Ham against Huddersfield. Huddersfield have been looking really good. They haven't conceded a goal so far this season, and uh, Tyver second on the, uh, the, the standings going into the international break. They were. West Ham still haven't won a game, and you wonder, though, how long Southern Village is going to last indeed. If uh, West Ham don't go on and win tonight, a man celebrates his 49th birthday tonight, though, and I'll tell you what, he's one of the most likable guys in all of football. Love spending time with uh, Slavin Bilic. I'm delighted to say that I got to spend quite a bit of time with him during the 2010 FIFA World Cup. That said, I'm not going to go through any memories or anything like that. It is time to say cheers. We're out of here and remind you as well. Now, Lady Muleo is up after the break, so don't go anywhere. We encourage you to get in touch with us, though. You can use uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. SFM Radio is how you contact us. Otherwise, executive producer, Kulchik, sport at sfm.co.za. But from uh, Team Tonight, producer Siobhan Chetty, Midway and Delocker. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.